welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 76 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. If you're just meeting me, let me introduce myself. I am a family physician, an obesity medicine physician, and a weight loss coach for physicians. I live in Canada, and I've been doing obesity medicine work for uh, over four years now, and developed a real interest in not only how do we lose weight, like how do you need to eat to lose weight, but really wanted to understand and have worked on building skills and knowledge around if you know what you need to do to lose weight, how do you actually get yourself to do it? And how do you get yourself to do that consistently week after week after week for the long-term journey that is weight loss and maintaining a weight loss? Because that's honestly the hardest part. And so that's what I teach you in this podcast is I give you my best Uh, tools and strategies on how do you get yourself to follow the way that you think will work for you to eat and how do you get yourself to do that even on your busiest days and your busiest weeks. Now if you struggle with things like stress eating, if you struggle with binge eating, please know you are not alone. That is super common and they can be really challenging issues to struggle with. I created a free course for you if you struggle with those called Time-Saving Tips to End Binge and Stress Eating. I really recommend that you download this as it's got tons of information in it and you can apply it right away without adding more things to your to-do list. You can access that course at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash time-saving tips and time-saving tips is all one word. If you download it, make sure you let me know how it goes. Let me know how it's working for you and uh, what things have helped and what things you're still working on so I can keep making that course and others uh, better and better for you. Now, if you really are struggling and you feel that another online course or listening to another podcast isn't quite enough for what you need personally, well, that's when the one-on-one coaching can come in. So I offer private confidential one-on-one coaching with physicians who struggle with their own weight and in particular physicians who struggle with emotional and or binge eating. When we coach one-on-one, that lets me help be that objective voice to listen to what's happening in your life and to point out the areas that we can work on making small changes that are going to have the most yield. And honestly, that is not me telling you just to eat this and you'll be fine because the reality is that's probably not the issue. For most of us who struggle with eating and struggle with our weights, the issue is not just the food. It's it's not about the food. It's about all the other stuff that's going on in our life and how we're coping with all that other stuff. And that's where coaching can be so powerful because if we just do a diet, we're only focusing on the food. 
if we do coaching and you do self-coaching from the podcast or if you do the one-on-one coaching for that extra level of support, what you're working on is the foundational causes for the eating. And when you fix those foundational causes, number one, it's lasting, unlike diets. And number two, it makes changing how you eat actually very simple. When we change those foundational causes of the eating, the craving and the need to eat just disappears. And it's, my clients talk about just, oh, I just noticed I'm just not eating as much as what I used to, and I'm not even trying. And that's what the magic of the coaching is. So if that sounds like something you would like, then make sure you head on over and book a free introductory session for yourself. That gives you a chance to actually talk to me one-on-one where we can talk about what's going on in your life and what your struggles are. And I can let you know how I would best be able to help you. Head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and click on the work with me tab to book your free introductory session today. All right. Today, I am talking to you about priorities and whether or not our actions align. And what I'm going to teach you is that when our actions are not aligning with our priorities, this creates discord and tension within us, which then often ends up with things like us overeating and not meeting our goals. And so being able to manage your priorities, I think, is a really important skill that I want to talk about today. And the reason why I'm bringing this up today is because I honestly did not have that good of a day. I am recording this in the evening as the kids are going to bed. And I had one of those days where from the first time I think I opened my mouth, in the back of my head, I was going, whoa, you are irritable today. And of course, it started with, uh, you know, messes that the kids had made and feeling overwhelmed by the all the mess and all the things that we had to do in the day. Uh, today happened to be the first day that we actually got um, assigned homework from their teachers. So I had three kids with three different schedules that I had to then figure out how I was going to get these kids to do this somewhat independently while both my husband and I worked and get it all ready and get them all set up before I had to start work. And I hadn't slept well the night before and it honestly was not a good combination. And then I don't know about you, but I think the first weeks of all the COVID and all the changes that happened in our practice went reasonably okay because I think I've spent time thinking about it today. I think this was the issue is that at the the first weeks, I expected it to be difficult because I recognized that everything was changing. I think the issue today may have been that I had a bit of a thought that things should be getting easier. I should be figuring this out. All my workflows of, you know, seeing the few patients that we need to see physically and back and forth with virtual patients, I should have that all sorted out. And the reality is I don't. The days in the office right now feel like wearing a scratchy sweater is my best way of describing it. They feel irritating and they feel clunky and they feel like in quicksand and I really like being efficient and feeling inefficient drives me up the wall and it's one of my triggers that can just get me going and so I think today was a combination of a lot of different things but ultimately what I think it really boils down to is me feeling like this should be going easier than what it is and if you're feeling that way I feel for you. And I think that's normal. That's a normal human brain. 
But I also think we have to step back and look at, okay, should it? Like we haven't actually been through anything like this before. We've never had our lives turned upside down in the way that they've been turned upside down. We, in our generation, haven't had the same kind of stress and, and potential risk so close to home on such a regular basis. So maybe it shouldn't be easy and maybe I shouldn't have it figured out and maybe I shouldn't be efficient right now. But man, that piece of my brain really misses it and wishes that it could be. So anyways, I got home from work. I was tired. I was cranky. I felt overwhelmed. And so I went for a walk this evening and was kind of trying to process and work through this because honestly, during the day, I didn't take any time to process it because I was feeling inefficient and feeling like I had to get more done and get caught back up. So while I was up for the walk, I was thinking, okay, what really was going on? What was all this irritability about? And what I realized is in these past weeks, uh, what I have lost track of is my priorities. So when I started to think, okay, what do I want these days to go like? Because obviously I do not want them to go ir- to be irritable every day. I don't want to be constantly harassing my children because their rooms look messy and that's their interaction with me in the morning. As I was doing it this morning, I knew I'm like, this is not good parenting, nor is this effective parenting. And yet I just couldn't stop myself in the moment. So what I want, what I want for my priorities is that I feel like I'm taking care of myself, my health and my mental health. I want to feel that I have quality time with my family that I enjoy, particularly since we have so much time together now. And then my third priority would be work. And when I thought about it, like those priorities came very quickly to me about what's important to me right now. But then when I looked at it and said, okay, am I actually honoring those priorities? Is what I'm doing actually helping me meet those priorities? The answer is absolutely not. So ever since COVID, and then I've been having some pain issues with a back issue that happened to happen at the same time, a lot of my routines have kind of eroded and they've eroded for multiple reasons, but I'm not doing the self-care stuff that I normally do to the same level that I do. And I've it's very easy when you start to let that stuff go that your brain gets wrapped into these kind of swirls of I don't have time or like lots of reasons why you can't take the time to do the self-care stuff. So I've stopped making myself a priority right now. Am I, you know, am I honoring the priority of time with my family? Well, no, because right now I'm getting all wrapped up in uh, these school schedules and what their room should look like and what they should be doing as nine, two nines and a six-year-old when they're home essentially alone or, you know, that we're expecting them to be unsupervised for a good portion of the day while we work. There's, you know, so many of these things that are eroding that priority. And then the work priority, yeah, I'm doing not too bad on that because I think as physicians, we're good at that, right? Like it's always easy for the work priority to take the focus and for us to stick with that. And honestly, right now with COVID, it's really easy because work is constantly in the forefront of our face. So even when you're not at work, you're probably receiving multiple emails in that day about various things about COVID, about work, things changing, workflows, the, you know, new rules for PPE, new ways that the the inpatient stuff is going to be run. Like, it's just this constant barrage of changes that makes work stay more in the front of our minds right now. And it makes it harder to uh, unplug from work right now. 
so priority number three, which is work, is really easy for me to focus on right now. And I've been doing a decent job of that, even though it's challenging right now because of all the change and that shifting landscape that we're in right now. But those other two priorities are actually higher than work when I asked myself about it, aren't getting the focus. Now, you know what, and I, I think this is true for a lot of us. And I think this is true a lot in weight loss stuff, um, both in we can talk about this in terms of priorities for weight loss and then what our actions actually are like. But also these other priorities, like if my priority is to have good quality time with my family, but my actions undermine that, that then creates this discord within me and it creates that background stress, which likely will have me at the end of the day feeling, you know, restless, unsettled and looking to food to try to fix that because I haven't figured out other ways to fix it. So when you have differences between your priorities and what your actions are, it gives you that feeling of that internal battle. It gives you that feeling of uh, the two voices, right? Like the angel on one shoulder, the devil on the other uh, cartoon picture where one's telling you, you know, go, go sit down and do some journaling. And the other one's like, uh, just watch Netflix some more. Or one saying, yeah, eat the salad. And the other one saying, oh, just, you know, have the burger and fries. That's that discord between priorities and your actions. Now, why don't they align? Like, why wouldn't we just always align our actions with our priorities? Because if our priorities are that important to us, why do we not just automatically do things that help us achieve our priorities. And I think there's multiple reasons for this. Number one is I think often we don't actually take the time to sit and think about what our priorities are. We, it's very easy to feel like we don't have the time to think about what our priorities are. It also might be easy to feel like even if you identified your priorities, that you don't have power over actually changing what you're doing to align with those priorities. Um, like in the case of work, it can be really easy to feel that and have thoughts about that. I think also it's worth noting that a lot of the actions we need to take for our long-term priorities are not the most pleasurable actions. So if we're looking in terms of a long-term priority of weight loss and maintaining a healthy weight or other things like that, the actions we need to take is we need to be eating the healthy food, the food that doesn't give us the big dopamine hits in our brain the food that's not always the easiest, fastest available food. And so that action itself is not inherently pleasurable all the time. So it's easy for your brain to give you reasons to not do it. Remember that primitive part of our brain thinks in the very short term. It thinks of what is immediately pleasurable. So if we're using a food example, it thinks in terms of the food that's going to give it dopamine, that's going to give it that pleasure immediately. It doesn't see the same value in the salad with the really nice crunchy vegetables and the delicious dressing because it doesn't get the same hit of dopamine from it immediately. Now, the prefrontal cortex, the planning parts of our brain that can think about priorities in the long term can see the value of that delicious salad. But it's that decision making in the moment that can be very easy to choose the short term gain. But when we choose that short term gain, we're giving up long-term benefit, remember. So we're choosing, I did a podcast on this on which discomfort you're choosing. So if you're choosing the short-term gain, meaning 
for example, eating the food that you didn't plan on eating because it'll feel good in the moment, you're choosing discomfort long term of, you know, having a body that doesn't feel comfortable in the way you want it to feel, not having the health that you want. Versus if you choose the discomfort of saying no to the highly dopamine and processed foods and choosing the salad, you're choosing that discomfort, but that means long term you may have less discomfort. It's always a trade-off. There's always some form of discomfort. And I think often the problem with our priorities is the actions we need to do to align with those priorities long term feel like they're uncomfortable in the moment. And when they feel like they're uncomfortable in the moment, it's really easy for our brains to tell us to not do them or to give us lots of examples about why we shouldn't, lots of thoughts about excuses to not. And what that then means is long term, you're pulling that discomfort of that discord of the kind of warring voices in your mind ahead. If we can get our priorities aligned with our actions, then there's a sense of ease. If what you're doing on a day-to-day basis is lining up exactly with what you want most for yourself in your life, then that is gives you a sense of ease and can help really power you forward. So thinking about this and actually taking the time is a really powerful activity. And it's what I did when I got home from my walk today is sat down and thought, okay, what are my priori- priorities and what do I actually need to put in place to get back to these priorities? Because I realized I've strayed. I've lost focus in the last weeks. So let's talk about ways to start making your actions align with your priorities. So number one is you have to actually know what your priorities are. And like I said, a lot of us have not truly spent the time thinking about them. So I want you to pull out a piece of paper and I want you to write down what your priorities are. Now, this is important. I want these to be your priorities, not somebody else's, not what you think your priorities should be. I want you to ask yourself at your deepest level, what is actually most important to you? Because if it's for somebody else, it's going to not give you that same feeling of being aligned and in sync. It needs to be something that actually matters to you. Number two, I want you to then think, what would your day look like if you honored your priorities? What if the very first things you put on your calendar are the things that are most important for your highest priority? So for my example, my highest priority was my physical and mental health. Well, then what that would look like is that I would be getting up early again, even if I don't have to, you know, be rushing into the office to get to work. I would be getting up early to do my journaling, to get outside and go for a run or a walk right now because I've got an injury. Um, I would be doing a bit of meditation that if If my actions were to align with that highest priority, that's what that would look like. And this is, you can see why it maybe hasn't been happening recently is it's really easy for your brain to go, well, you know, you don't have to get the kids on the bus. The mornings don't have to be as rushed. Then, uh, you know, you just sleep in. You don't need to get up early like what you were. That seems crazy. And that's exactly what my brain's done. But really, that, that is not aligning with that priority you know, what would your other priorities be? Well, if my second priority is quality time with the family, my day would probably look like the second thing I schedule into my day is when am I going to spend some quality time where I turn my phone off, I'm focused on the kids, I'm not thinking about everything else I should do. Um, And then my third priority would be then, okay, where is the work fitting into this? That's what your day would look like if you're planning your day according to your priorities. Now, listening to me say that might 
uh, make you feel like that's impossible. And, you know, depending what your schedule looks like, it may feel like you can't do that. And that's um, unrealistic. And I'd argue that you can, but it just takes focus and it takes consistent focus. And I think the important thing is it doesn't all have to change at once. Our brains want to, right? Like when we decide we want to do something, I'm horrible for this. We're like, okay, let's get it done. Like, let's just change it all and be perfect because we do like to be perfect. But the reality is it doesn't have to be like that. And often doing that approach of changing everything at once is more overwhelming for you. So step number three is think of what actions you want to take. And what I'm suggesting is that you choose one small action per week. One small action that moves you towards your priorities per week. And then when that one is feeling comfortable, you add another one. And it's just little actions, little investments, little changes. And over time, they add up to eventually having weeks that look like they align with what all of your priorities are. Number four is... What thought is going to help you keep your priorities in line? So how do you need to think about this process that's going to have you continuing to do it? Because like we talked about, the easiest way out is to not actually have actions in line with your priorities. In the moment, that is the easiest. It is not the most comfortable in the long term, but in the moment, it's the easiest. So you need to have some good, powerful, empowering thoughts that help you stay with this and keep your actions moving forward to make them in line with your priorities. So let me summarize the ways to start making your priorities align with your actions is number one, you need to list out your priorities and they need to be your priorities, not somebody else's. Number two, what would your day look like if all your actions aligned with your priorities? What would your schedule look like? What things would need to be in there that maybe aren't right now? What things would you want to take out that don't align with any priority? Number three is what actions do you need to take and choose one small one per week? This does not have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be another thing on your to-do list. Choose a small thing that feels good because it's moving you in the direction of your priorities to add per week. Number four is What thought is going to help you keep your priorities in line? So how can you think that will help you keep moving towards where you want to be with your priorities? All right, guys, let me know what your thoughts are. Tell me what your priorities are and how you're going to work on them. Uh, Send me an email at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with somebody else. Let somebody else know who you think might benefit from it. And if you could take the time to subscribe or leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast, I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much and have a fantastic week. Bye-bye.